know your knowledge. So, you know, these industries, careers and jobs are changing quickly. We have to rethink every institution from education to financial to political. Everyone needs to be rethought. Welcome to the Better Human Podcast. My name is Greg Witz and each week we're going to be bringing you some incredible and inspiring guests and topics that are going to take your life to the next level. Thanks for spending time with us. Sit back and enjoy the show. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I've waited such a long time. I'm blessed to be on so many different shows, but there's actually certain ones that I want to be on. And I know this series that you've done has been incredible, starting with my dear friend Evan and ending with me. This is a blessing in disguise. I'm excited to get going and helping people to empower them to make money, help people and have fun themselves. Amazing. And that's one of the, one of the main reasons where we wanted to sort of focus on you, because when we were setting this up, we were going through the list of like, who do we want to invite back that we've had on the show before? And who do we want to go after? And like you and Evan were the first two names that popped up uh, because I couldn't think of anyone better to ask this question, considering the fact that like we've had a pretty topsy turvy world over the last couple of years. I think for some of us, we've had some amazing lessons and like we've 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 pushed through for others. They've been a little bit harder, but I got thinking and, you know, upon um chatting with a few people we thought why don't we go and you know get people's takeaways because you know it's the lessons that we experience and that we live that if we can share these things others just might have a have a step ahead so the big question i want to start with and we'll see where it goes which is considering the last couple of years and being what it is what have been some of the lessons you've either been reminded of or you've taken over the last couple of years I'm going to start with the question as a lesson meaning we talk about this topsy-turvy world The world's always been topsy-turvy. There's no certainty in tomorrow ever. And in fact, I tell people all the time, you tell me what's going to happen tomorrow. I know how to make billions of dollars. I'll give mine to charity. You can keep yours. I don't care. But one of the constants is topsy-turvy. So what has actually changed in the last few years comparatively to the other millions, if you believe, or if not thousands, if you believe, years that exist on this earth? It's time. Uh, What has changed is how quickly things change. The change is always there. And so what creates this aggregate topsy-turvy feeling is the fact that you know our biggest misuse of time is between problems and solutions, but because time has accelerated, there's many more problems and people that aren't solution finders because they exist in the problem are having an extremely difficult time with the time that exists, this accelerated time. Technology has helped. The amount of people on earth has helped. The frequency of the earth has helped. So what lesson have I learned is that when things are changing and when things are changing faster and faster and aggregating upon themselves, we need to look at what we do have control of. And there's three things, reminders, recollections, and remembrances that I have found that we have control of that takes away this anxiety, fear, and separation that occurs from the speed in which the topsy-turviness has happened. Number one, mindset. Mm -hmm. You have to remind yourself that you give meaning to everything that you see and that the biggest misuse of time exists between problems and solutions. And it's our perception, our meaning, that allows us to find the light, the love, and the lessons. But beyond that lesson that, number one, we have control of the mindset, is that time plays an integral part in that as well. What do I mean? If there's light, love, and lessons in everything, and so I've trained my mind, practiced my mind every day to find them, then I have to reconcile it with actual man-made constructive time, meaning is it worth my time 
to find the light, the love, and the lessons in Greg Witz. Well, Greg Witz feeds me. So absolutely, I'm going to be here to feed him. And I think a lot of people waste about 80% of their time on things that bleed them because not only don't they have control of their mindset and remind that, but they don't reconcile it with pragmatic time saying, okay, I know there's light, love, and lessons in everything. Is it worth my time utilizing this chain of feeding? The second thing that we have control of, which a lot of people overlook, is we actually have control of our feelings. Why is this important? Because logic, mindset, will never overcome the way we feel. Feeling is the fifth level of intention. It's the highest level of intuition, inspiration that exists. It's a reminder, remembrance that we are happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. What are we doing to interfere with it? Now that there's so many problems that come quicker, this topsy-turvy world that you suggest, it's more important to remind ourselves that we have control of how we feel. So until we feel correctly, we should not utilize the third thing that we have control of. So for me, when I feel terrible or bad or scared or anxious, what I call ego-based consciousness, I go back up to my mindset to remember, remind, and recollect what I want, who I can help, how to get it done and prioritize correctly so that I breathe and bring my feeling back to peace, to center, to forgiveness, to love. So if I can get back into the feeling of inspiration, clearing the interference, then I can move to the third thing that we have control of. Number one, mindset. Number two, heart set, no matter how fast things are changing. But number three, our handset. And what do I mean by the handset? The handset is what we do, right? We actually are here with 24 hours a day to be productive, accessible, and gracious with our time. We actually have to do something. I talk about a lesson John uh, Asaroff had taught me, the law of Goya, get off your ass. Mm -hmm. Too many people that do have control of their mindset and their heart set sit at home high on their mom's couch, sick, broke, and dreaming about their Ferrari instead of doing something. The actual last thing that changes the way we feel is action. And so the mindset will never change the way you feel, but doing something. And why do I put my hands out like this and say handset? And for anyone just listening and not seeing, I'm putting kind of the the hands out like the good hands of America, the United Way hands. Uh, The reason I do that is it's giving and receiving. When you put your hands out as the the hard set leads to the the handset, handset is knowing who I can help and who can help me, creating this huge network or community of power sponsors and and sponsors. So in this topsy-turvy world, the only thing that has changed is the time in which the topsy-turviness happens, which means there's more problems, more solutions, which means you have control of the mindset, the heart set, and hand set. And how do these three things effectuate to create a better behavior, a compounding behavior that allows you to what? Make more money, regardless of what's changing, help more people, and have more fun. Amazing. I love what you said. It's, you know, just to, to, to paraphrase, cause it's, it's, it's very deep and it's, it's, it's just as simple, which is uh, change is consistent and we can never manage change. Change will always thrust us into the uncertainty. And it's what we then do in that uncertainty. You know, there's something that we talk a lot about called liminal space, which is the time of the event to the time of normality, which is like, Oh, what are, I'm frying out right now. Right. And people tend to grasp at the things that they shouldn't. And I love what you said, like in this moment of uncertainty, 
there are things that we can do, which is one, your mindset, which has a lot to do with what goes in, comes out, right? It's almost like a database, garbage in, garbage out. Um, but also like reframing. And, and it's a very simple tool, uh, but it's a tool that needs to be practiced and it's a tool that needs to be done consciously, right? To, to, to re-engage and to, to, to challenge some of the perception and the thought. Uh, controlled emotions, this is psychology, right? This is our ability to regulate. Absolutely. And I think in a lot of cases, when we are overwhelmed with emotions, trying to figure out, all right, which ones do I want to start with? Awesome. Um, and you've talked about this forever, man, which is action. You know, we talk about it. Action creates the path. And you say, you know, get off your ass. I love it. Um, David, and truthfully, you know, you were also talking about time and I've known you for a while now. And, and you are exactly what you just described. You have 24 hours and you have a lot of time to give. And, and, and I, I, I see it, you know, because you are always responsive, right? It's amazing. David, um, that was awesome. And, and I got a follow up, which is considering the fact that um, this is what we should be paying attention to. What could be some things that we can continually practice on? So if we got, you know, mindset and controlled emotions and actions, what's some other things that I can sort of add on to that thinking over the next 12 months? Yeah, you know, first of all, looking within again, know your skills, know your knowledge. So, you know, these industries, careers and jobs are changing quickly. We have to rethink every institution from education to financial to political. Everyone needs to be rethought because of the speed at which this topsy-turviness that you suggest is happening. So what I suggest to people is the more we know about ourselves, the skills and the knowledge that we have. And knowledge, by the way, is a duplicative knowledge, not only of what you know from school and experience, but who you know. I, I, I don't think it's who you know or what you know. It's both. You know, I, I get frustrated with people. It's not what you know. No, no, no. Trust me, the who are not going to respect you unless you know the what, <laughs> right? So they, they both coordinate with each other. So if you take your skills and your knowledge of what and who, and then your desire of what you're passionate about, what resonates with you, and then align it with what's doing well today. In a pragmatic sense, align it with what's stable today and align it with what you think will be doing well in the future. Now, some people say, Dave, how do I determine that? I use the stock market. I'm not a genius, right? But I think it's quite apparent that if I look at the best 50 performing stocks, I can start seeing a trend. I can see clues, patterns, and make my choices. Wow, this industry seems to be doing really well. <laughs> uh, and then even easier is what stable uh, companies, jobs, careers are going I can look five-year history of the stock market. And if a stock hasn't moved in the last five years, I know it's really stable. Like with all the time, it, it's a good bet. If I'm looking for a portion of my career to be stable, that's the industry career job I want. And then lottery ticket wise, look for volatility. Look for volatility of stuff that's going up or down in the stock market at great rates. And you're probably gonna be able to pick out something that your skills, knowledge, and desire are aligned with synergistic to or supplementary to that will provide more value and give you what three things gives you an understanding of the market you can start understanding the market makers and also examine the margins aligned we examine margins aligned with your timing and risk tolerance even in our careers uh so you know that lesson of skills knowledge and desire aligned with what's doing well what's stable and what you think will be doing well will change your trajectory not just emotionally but also financially. 
So sorry to interrupt and thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you like today's episode and you want to learn more about some of our programs like the Better Leader Program that can change your life, go ahead and click the link below. Awesome. David, I would keep you here for another hour if I could. Uh, but with that being said, you are an amazing human being. You are the, you are the, the definition of a better human being. Uh, if people want to learn more about uh, you, if they want to sort of part- participate with your community, how can people get in touch with you? You know, I'd love everyone just to email me directly. You talked about productivity and accessibility, and I teach people and empower them to be that way. I live it. So email me directly. I have free books for everyone in your community. I'll sign them. I'll pay for shipping and send them. I also will give these exercises that will go into more detail. I do have one last lesson for the last three years that I wish somebody would have told me in law school. I spoke Matthew McConaughey, Mike Tannenbaum yesterday at Tulane Law School, my alumni uh, school. But I, I reminded, look, there's a lot of nuggets that Greg f- feeds you, not just through him, but the other people he brings on. I wish somebody would have told me this. Only take notes on what resonates with you and then create a system to reposit the lessons and the stories that resonate with you and put it into a searchable place. Outlook, there's tons of them, right? Put it in a searchable place so you could say, wow, Dave Meltzer, what do he say? Oh yeah, be more interested than interesting. Be kind to your future self and do good deeds. If you just search that, you'll be able not only to remember, remind, and recollect the lesson, but access it. I have a garage full of notes from college, law school, seminars, Tony Robbins to Ed Milet, and I'm never able to access it. Create a system, resonate with you, learn. Life is about lessons. Follow Greg, email me, david at dmeltzer.com, david at dmeltzer.com. Thank you so much. Thank you, David. You know, we call it the university of sticky notes here, right? All those little things in a sticky note and stick it around so you could see it all the time. David, you're a gem. Thanks once again for being here. We'll make sure that all your information is connected into uh, the notes. If you like today's episode, don't forget to like it, subscribe to the uh, show, and of course, share it. And we'll see you next time.